Hi. Hi, I'm Kat. Yeah, and Sai, thanks uh, for uh, accepting my invitation and accepting to be on my show. Yeah, thanks for the invite. That's exciting. So I thought to introduce you to my audience. Yep. And who so, are the people in your audience? My audience are uh, everywhere from uh, Germany, England, uh, UK, US, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, from everywhere. Yeah. It seems like it. You're pretty widespread in who you yeah. connect with. Yeah, I connect with all, all country people. That's awesome. And what inspired you for your platform to make these kinds of connections? I just studied uh, computer networks uh, subject in which uh, the computers are connected with one with uh, another. So computers are created by human beings. So that mm -hmm. thought uh, came uh, from the human being. So, so he uh, maybe he understood about the human connections and he created that uh, computer network. So that's how I'm an IT guy. So, yeah. so I related that with this. So then I did that and it worked. Yeah, it's a good model. I'll give you that. <laughs> And uh, you are one of the precious and the valuable uh, connection that I have now. Thanks. And you are one of mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to tell uh, about your greatness and uh, about your achievements and uh, about your understanding about uh, uh, about what you do and everything to my audience today. All right. Yeah, I can definitely do that. We can just jump right in. So... Like I said, my name's Kat, Kat Bergman, also known as the Healthy Influencer on Instagram. And a little bit of my background is that I have my bachelor's in biochemistry, and then I spent five years working in the pharmaceutical industry. I realized that that wasn't the right niche for me because in America and Western culture specifically, the pharmaceutical industry focuses a lot on Band-Aid solutions for people's sicknesses and it doesn't um, help the root cause issue. So in the end game, people are just on medication after medication, helping the symptoms of the medication <laughs> that is trying to, you know, fix their what's making them feel bad. And um, so I jumped ship and now I'm working as an integrative health practitioner with an emphasis on mindset coaching. So really diving deep into people's um, imbalances in the body and what makes them feel of ill health and um, trying to put the body back in balance and make them feel good. So um, I, I would guess people can more think of me as like their lifestyle coach because I help with the mindset piece for the sustainable um, lifestyle changes, not just um, a quick fix that you're going to, um, you know, make good habits while you, you're with me. And then after we're um, done working together, you go back to old habits and feeling bad again, because uh, that's a lot. I, I, I saw an issue with that in the, the diet industry and a lot of um, people who are in this kind of coaching business, they don't create a sustainable model so people can do it on their own and that they can um, be in charge of their own health and not necessarily need to pour thousands of dollars into uh, coaches every year to help them feel good. <laughs> so you are into a uh, ph uh, pharmaceutical uh, industry and uh, you shifted uh, uh, your interest uh, and you decided to fix the mindsets of the people. Yeah, that was part of it. Um, 
with my background in pharmaceutical in the pharmaceutical industry and seeing it as the business that it is um don't get me wrong medicine does help people but there are some issues like chronic um, inflammation and health issues to that um, idea that um, medicine doesn't necessarily need to be the fix we need to go back to you know healing the gut and eating foods that actually serve our body but um a bigger part of why I also decided to change careers was my own health journey <laughs> where I didn't get a lot of relief from um, the doctors that I saw. I was um, basically uh, as a very young, as a young professional in my twenties, you know, I was suffering from chronic fatigue. I was sleeping in work meetings. You know, I couldn't stay awake when driving you know, all of these things that are not normal for someone who's supposed to be at the, like the peak energy of their life. And I thought there was something seriously awry there. So um, I reached out to quite a few doctors to try to get an appropriate diagnosis. I self-diagnosed myself with narcolepsy and <laughs> went through um, sleep, a sleep study and like a bunch of other testing, like poured thousands of dollars into these tests and got absolutely no result. They could not tell me what was wrong. It was just inconclusive. So I reached out to an integrative health practitioner and we did some different kind of lab testing that's not available through conventional, um, you know, practices with the Western doctors and discovered I was just really deficient in some key vitamins and minerals in my body. And then I had a, a little bit of like aluminum heavy metal um, over um, sorry, the heavy metals were uh, toxicity in my body that weren't helping the energy issue at all. And then I had some like candida overgrowth, which also contributes to the energy thing. And um, six months later, after having addressed those deficiencies and toxicities, I'm like a totally new person. <laughs> you know, before I couldn't even drive like an hour by myself um, if I wanted to go on a long trip for fear of falling asleep at the wheel. And since then I've driven, you know, uh, 10,000 miles across the country. My longest driving day was 11 hours straight with no caf like coffee or caffeine additives to keep me awake. It was just natural. It's like, couldn't, couldn't be happier, couldn't feel better having made this switch. And it was just appalling to me that it took, you know, so many visits to the doctor and, you know, so many years of just frustration, not understanding that it was an issue. And then it was a bigger concern that um, I didn't know it was an issue for the longest time. I just like, oh, it's just kind of normal. So the fact that we've normalized a lot of symptoms and um, people aren't taking the care that they need to help fix their bodies because they don't know it's an issue, I think needs to be addressed also. And just bringing awareness to the chronic issues that people suffer from, whether it's bloating, you know, brain fogginess and tiredness, um, like skin rashes and acne you know, hormonal imbalances, all those things are, have been normalized as like, oh, it's, it's just what happens in life, but it's really not the case. We've just, um, our culture and our dietary practices have created that as the normal. So yeah, just bringing awareness to that. And I don't want people to end up how <laughs> in my circle. So I feel like I have a lot to offer. So when you started this? When did I start? yeah um well it's pretty fresh actually i am officially an integrative health practitioner um as of march and i'm working on my level two certification so 
that means um, right now I can help clients on their day-to-day -day habitual practices, but by the end of June, um, which I'll be launching my group coaching program in July, I'll be able to prescribe um, lab testing for clients and then give them protocols unique to their body's um, needs and help them with their individual, you know, gut issues and um, go from there. So it's not, health isn't a one size fits all problem, you know, like everyone has their unique needs and therefore everyone needs a unique solution to help with their needs. So yeah, pretty fresh, but my background <laughs> goes way further than the cert certification, you know, so. So what made you to come into this field, you know, coming uh, coming and understanding uh, the human being bodies and, and, and the mind and, and the mechanism of it? I guess that goes like way back to my childhood. I was always interested in the sciences and chemistries and stuff. I'm a macro scale person, so I like to um, see something on the wide scale and then understand the details and the nitty gritty and like what makes us work basically. So uh, I guess it's just been an innate fascination. Like, And then through my connections in schooling and stuff, um, different professors like inspiring this path um, is basically how I ended up in it. Nutrition and health has always been, yeah, um, a staple. And my curiosity is just because uh, of the differences in um, people in my circle when they grow up. It's like some people can be like the healthiest, you know, 100 year old still walking around lifting weights and like full of energy. And then you see someone else who's bedridden and on 100 medications. It's like, well, what's the difference? <laughs> I want to be the one who's walking around and living life to the fullest kind of thing. So I think that's where it basically started. <laughs> so what is imbalance? That is a good question that lab testing will provide, but a big one is the imbalance in um, the vitamins and minerals that our body needs for the cellular functions. So um, if we're lacking in one kind of mineral or if it's been displaced because of like heavy metals can um, imitate uh, other minerals in our body and like um, fill the gap. So our body's functioning thinking it's, you know, got the right um, inputs, but it's actually has an imposter input. So it's not actually working at its optimal level. That can be one area or um, just based on exposure to everything in our life, we can have like parasites inside of our bodies or like yeast and fungus overgrowth, which will inhibit um, our body from being able to function properly because those things in particular um, kind of camouflage themselves. It's called a biofilm. So our body is feeding these um, these organisms inside our body um, instead of feeding ourselves. And we don't even know it because they're under this invisibility cloak. <laughs> um, so that's a big one for sure um, with the gut health. And a bigger issue that's in balance, um, especially with the Western diet is uh, our gut permeability. So the, the lining of our um, GI tract basically um, gets weakened and then particles that we eat that should never enter the bloodstream start diffusing into the bloodstream and then it turns our body's immune system on like overdrive mode trying to 
um, clean it all up. And that's where people get the chronic inflammatory responses that uh, end with some really bad long-term symptoms. <laughs> so. It looks like uh, you are a, you are a deep uh, observer, deep thinker. I try to be, yeah, which is why some of my schooling takes so long because I, I make the broader connections. But I think that's also where my value to this community is. I like to bring like new takes on old problems and make sure people understand it from a lens in which they're going to um, be able to resonate with it. Not everyone learns the same way or understands topics the same way. So. So how to be stable? One more time. How, how to be stable? How to um, how get to it back be to stable? Them? How to be yeah. stable? How to uh, have a, a positive mindset all the time? Oh, is it hard for me to do that? Is that the question? Uh, I'm asking uh, uh, how how it is possible. What are the things? Is there any particular things that we have to follow in order to maintain that uh, positive uh, uh, thoughts in our mind and positive? Uh, uh, mindset. Okay, yeah, I understand your question now. So yeah, um, what does it take to keep the positive mindset going? Yeah, that's first and foremost is awareness. Like we have to understand like our thoughts are within our control and stop victim blaming. And it's like a harsh reality to some people because they honestly think, you know, everything is outside of their control and like X, Y, and Z happen. So of course they're gonna have to react this way, but we have the power to reflect on um, events in our lives and change the meaning that we give to them. So even if something tragic happened, we can um, you know, have our grieving period and be sad about it, but we don't need to let it consume our lives and dictate everything we do. We can choose to change it to something that happened for us and not something that happened to us. And once we can break through some of those um, once we can get that awareness and therefore change some of the limiting beliefs and our belief systems that we have around certain events, um, that's basically step number one. <laughs> um, and then from there, it's like choosing every day to make that our reality, which I think um, that goes with like the growth and the fixed mindset. Like some people think people who have a positive outlook on life, it's just they were born that way and it comes so easy for them. And um, in reality, that's not the case. It's actually that we can all choose to have that mindset and we can all choose to, um, you know, show up in our lives in a positive way. So uh, it comes with the recognition of choice. And it's, I mean, it's not easy, I'll be honest. Like with my own journey, it took me a long time to like get on board with that concept because for a while it's like, um, you know, how can you say like this and this is happening for me? like they were such like bad events or whatever. So um, it, it takes a lot of work <laughs> and a lot of like breaking down um, the expectations in our societies and like how we're supposed to respond to something or how we're supposed to do that. And um, family influences, you know, a lot of how we perceive the world and our friend circles as well, like falling into their expectations. So it comes with, um, the identity, I guess, like you have to choose to be the person <laughs> that's always positive. And if you can change your identity and who you um, who you want to be, then that goes with the awareness piece. So that's a long winded answer <laughs> to your question. 
is it possible for a human being to be himself or herself uh, if he is living uh, uh, in between uh, human beings i mean in the society can we be our authentic selves even with the yeah. outside influence of others is it, yeah is without taking without uh, being influenced or without influencing others or without taking other people's opinions and just trying to be myself is that possible you know if i'm be, uh, living in between human beings yeah that is a very interesting question and um i think we all have you know something inside of us that like you know if you're on the right path in your life or not because it, it it's doing the activities and the things that fill you up with energy and like give you life and um like make it easier to be positive and like keep going so if we're not doing those things i think inherently um, that shows that we're not in alignment with who we want to be. But that's also to say, I don't think we can live life in a vacuum. Like we're constantly learning from each other and choosing to see things from different perspectives and different angles from those around us. But it is easier to change your identity and to um, step into the person who you want to be um, by first changing your social circle. So if you're surrounding yourself with people who aren't in alignment with your goals for like, eating healthier and like exercising, then it's going to be extremely hard, if not almost impossible <laughs> to meet those goals because of those influences. So I think the short answer is in a, in a super perfect world, you could probably be yourself without the, um, the influence of others, but that's not an option. So I think the only way to, to battle it is to put yourself in a situation where the people who are influencing you are influencing you to the to the goals and to the dreams that you want to pursue and not um, to something else. You know what I mean? So why you and me are not thinking in the same way? So how are we not thinking in the same way? Um, well, how can you say that we're not? <laughs> No, my question, my, this is a million dollar question of mine, you know, why uh, all human beings are thinking in different ways? Why everybody have their own mindsets? Why uh, why uh, the creator didn't create everybody uh, uh, who thinks in the same way? Yeah, that's, you have some really million dollar questions here. <laughs> um, I definitely think just like with um, other organisms in the world. If we all thought the same way, there would be no um, evolution. There would be no like variety to life. And as um, an evolutionary trait, you need to have things that keep your species alive, right? So if we were all duplicates of each other with absolutely zero differences, uh, there would take one virus, one storm or something to like wipe us all out. <laughs> so from evolutionarily, it's not an hour advantage to think the same. Um, and then just from like our different upbringings or different cultures, our different exposures, our, um, you know, the cultures in which we grew up with and their ideals, like religious beliefs are an influence too. like all those things play a big role into, um, how our mindsets are different for sure. <laughs> This is this is why the reason the violence, the physical and the verbal violence, uh, generates uh, in between human beings, right? So, so we all we all know that uh, you know uh, 
everybody have their own way of thinking so but still uh, you know i'm sure uh, as a, as a observer as a, as a expert uh, on your uh, uh, subject you, you you know that uh, definitely this is the this is what the world is this is how uh, the human beings are you as a expert as a observer who is studying that particular subject it is easy for you to manage and uh, communicate uh, uh, with human beings and uh, live a very happy life and healthy uh, be uh, mentally physically healthy but what about the people the, the ordinary people like me uh, who who who, do, who who is uh, not uh, studying the subject that you are studying yeah that's where um if uh, first and foremost you have to decide you want to make the change like if there's something really like unhappy about your life and your lifestyle and it's bothering you like uh, I always make the statement it's like I only make the I only made the switch when I got tired of my own bullshit like <laughs> when I was fed up with what I was doing because it was like being on a hamster wheel you know it's the definition of insanity doing the same things and expecting a different outcome so um, it's not like I had this mindset all the time right so like I had to make the conscious decision like that that wasn't the life that I wanted and then um, I think belief like in something bigger than us is a huge driving factor in how people um, are like motivated like to get going because a lot of people because I quit my job you know without a backup plan I just was like this isn't working for me gotta go <laughs> and like no one does that right it's just like but I knew like in the depths of my soul like that I was going to be doing something that had a purpose and my purpose and my belief is like helping others and um that's what I'm putting all my heart and soul into so if I just quit and didn't have that external belief um I don't think I would have gotten anywhere so uh if if you don't have the belief yourself though, that's where I think hiring a coach um, to give it like to, um, for you to model until you can get the muscles, like the mental muscles yourself in your own belief system to be the driver um, is like key to um, taking any kind of actionable steps because you don't know what you don't know. So you don't know like what the next step is gonna be unless someone is there to like guide you, right? And, and then you'll become your own expert in your own field and get there. So, um, yeah, it, it, it boils down first and foremost with the choice to want to change and then understanding um, you're not, and this might sound a little rude, but it's like you're not unique in that, right? Like very few things have been done in this current life in terms of mindset and stuff that are, are truly novel and different. Like every coach has a coach like someone has done it before, someone has walked in those footsteps before, you can always bring like new and different takes and um, like tweaks to it, but like the fundamental premise of these changes um, are not unique. And you can put your faith in that, like it's been done before. <laughs> so you can do it also, I think is a big one. So you decided to be the medicine for the mental health of uh, the people not only the mental health um that is a big component i want to help people um fix their underlying gut issues it's like a chicken and egg problem um what we eat and um the health of our gut affects our mindset and our mental health and our mental health and our mindset affects what we eat and our gut so it's like this catch 22 and i feel a lot of people get stuck on that hamster wheel not knowing 
where to focus. You can't um, force, um, you can't always force your brain into positive thinking, you know, like there are chemicals and like nutrients that your brain needs to function properly. And if it's not getting those things, you're going to be putting yourself on a path of unhappiness and like negative thoughts, which I think there's an innate um, lacking of understanding of that process. People can just, they just think they can, you know, muscle their way through a bad day. And it's like, well, sometimes you can't with the perspective thing, but sometimes it's on a neurochemical level, like you need more than just um, positive quotes pasted on your mirror every morning. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, I want to do the mindset part um, in addition to the gut thing, because I want to make it sustainable, um, a long-term fix for whatever someone needs for their lifestyle, whatever health means to them. Like for me, if I want to have run a half marathon, that level of health will look different from someone who wants to swim across the ocean or, um, you know, someone who just wants to, um, have mental longevity through their years, like health for everyone looks different. So understanding that, um, goes along with the mindset too, to make it sustainable, long life lasting change. You know what I mean? Why body needs mind? Yeah. Why, why, why body Uh, needs mind? Why the body needs the mind? Yeah. Um, well, that's a good question. Can you say that a body without a mind is alive? No, but why? My question is why? Yeah, why the body needs the mind is your question. Why we are feeding our uh, body uh, by giving all the nutrients, all the vitamins? Why? Why this is happening? Why we are doing this? Why we? And even that decision is made by the mind. What to eat and what not to eat is also the decision that has been to uh, by the mind. Why this mind is there and why? Why not we are uh, like a. Uh, like a star or something like uh you know going in the air why we have this physical body connected to the the mind Mm. that's a good question well um you know i don't i don't know that i am equipped to answer that question (laughs) not something i've honestly thought about um i can say like why we choose like on the on the first half of your question like why do we choose to eat the certain things that we do it's controlled by the mind and some of that's conscious choice and some of that's habitual and some of that is driven by like the chemical imbalances or needs of our brain right like um, mcdonald's for instance they prey on our um like addictive pathways because they make something super savory and like um salty the things that our body craves not necessarily for the nutritional quality, but for the uh, initial flavor and like a quick, quick fix of like feeling happy and um, those things released by the brain. So that's one aspect, but the why are we physical humans and not stars? I couldn't tell you that one. Do you have an answer? (laughs) What's your take? You, You are an expert. You should tell me. I'm not an expert in metaphysical properties and why we're human or not. (laughs) But within being human, I can be an expert on um, optimizing our health. (laughs) Do you believe that uh, uh, you can fix any human being's mind on this planet? I believe 
any human can fix their own mind if they choose to. I don't have the power to fix anyone's mind. It has to come from the individual. It has to come from the client first and foremost. I can, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink is a common phrase. Um, and I can do everything in my power possible to um, tell the horse why the water should be drank. But at the end of the day, if someone doesn't um, believe that they have the capacity to change and they don't believe that they deserve a healthier life, then I don't think they'll be successful in their journey. I'm not yeah, here to force feed someone health. <laughs> it's their choice. Okay. So what actually works a human being uh, to be healthy? And that's an individual question. I, th I think everyone, I mean, there's lots of different theories of thought, whether it's like the paleo diet, whether you're vegetarian or vegan, if you eat meat, um, you know, the, what's it like head to tail diet, you know, um, there's lots of different philosophies out there. I don't think um, health is a one, like there's not one thing that makes someone healthy, just like Western medicine has its place and Eastern medicine has its place. It's um, very bio-individual. And I think a lot of it goes back to the uh, belief systems. There's a lot of core like nutrients that our body needs. But again, we're so young in our um, discovery of what happens within the body. And we're so immature in our understanding of all of the bodily functions. Um, so I don't think even as scientists, we understand fully like what makes our human bodies do the things that they do. So um, until that happens, like health is going to be up to the individual and what makes them feel good. Um, and yeah, what they believe is going to make them feel good. So um, I think, yeah, it goes back to the belief thing. I can believe in um, crystals and chakras and that will heal me. And I put my belief in that and someone who believes in God will think I'm cuckoo. And then, <laughs> you know, they won't um, have success in health by following my principles because they don't believe in it. So if whatever they believe in, I think is a, a big part of it. Not to say that um, the lab testing that we do have can help, you know, understand the, those imbalances on a mineral level from the things that we do understand. Um, and that's a good starting point. But um, yeah, health overall is a very um, intricate, very complex question <laughs> that I think is very bio-individual and everyone's going to have a different answer for you. So you're studying mindset, uh, uh, right? So why mind should be set and why mind should be controlled? Um, so I think that um, I mean, I've, I've listened to like so many books, I can't even tell you. <laughs> and a, a big um, underlying principle that always comes up is if we're not making the conscious decisions to do something for us or for ourselves, then other people are making those decisions for us. And we just react um, habitually or out of um, expectation, you know, so that's where um, putting the control um, back in our own hands is really important with the mindset. It's like, um, there are definitely some things out of our control, but our reaction to any event is within our control. And those are the things that um, ultimately will, you know, dictate our path in life. So if we are constantly letting other things drive our future, um, we're going to feel out of control and um, not understand, you know, why life is unfolding, how it's unfolding, because it's happening to us. But if we choose choose to control it, 
then um, yeah, then we have the power to, you know, choose to go to destination A and not B or C or whatever else someone else wants, you know. Okay. So at last, uh, do you have anything to say to the world who is watching and who is listening to you right now from anywhere on this planet? Oh boy. Um, I would say like if you are struggling with um, your health, if you are not feeling full of life and like, you know, conquering the world kind of thing, I feel like everyone has the right to feel that way. And although I know some people have more access to resources than others, and that's a whole nother topic that I'm passionate about. Um, um, I do think that we all have um, the right to live our fullest life. And that starts with um, choosing and believing that we have that right. So if anyone is struggling with that um, concept, uh, I mean, I'm definitely a resource, but lots of other practitioners out there will help you um, get that belief in yourself and give you the tools to um, lead your best life. Um, but you just have to make the choice, like choose it for yourself um, and no one else. And you'll be amazed at what this life has to offer for you. And you'll be amazed at how good you can feel in your body. It's not normal to feel tired and fall asleep in work meetings as a 20 something year old. <laughs> Take it from me. So um, you, um, yeah, you have that choice and that right. And you should, um, the sooner you figure that out and believe it, the happier you're going to be and the more you're going to get out of life. And I would encourage anyone to make that leap. Fantastic. So at last, have you seen any videos of mine on YouTube? I have seen a few of them, yeah. Lots so, of different topics. <laughs> it's awesome. So as, a, so as a person who understands the mindsets, uh, 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 who is studying uh, about the mindset concept, uh, what do you say about my mindset by seeing my collection? You definitely have an, um, what's the right word? It's a very, you have a very open mind. You're very open to new concepts, which is very important in terms of just growing a mindset and you're um very um in tune to what people are saying so you you can get past some of the surface level like like your deep million dollar questions like not everyone asks those so i think you have a very good open mindset um you you're gonna bring a lot to the table in terms of um sharing new ideas with people and you bring it in a space that is constructive and um, a learning opportunity and not you know degrading or like manipulative or like negative where people aren't going to learn so i think that's a very needed skill set right now and um, more people could take after you and your mindset for sure in terms of wanting to learn to learn and not wanting to speak um to prove their point you know there's a difference so I appreciate your open mindset for the record. <laughs> it's refreshing. I want to believe that, believe because uh, you you are saying that. You should. So, <laughs> so do you have any blogs of yours, website or anything that people can contact and can can consult you or can uh, tell their uh, issues to you? Right now, my um, blog and my website are in the construction phase but definitely reach out to me on instagram my handle is at the healthy influencer 
underscore in between the and healthy, but um, we can put that in the comments. And yeah, definitely open to anyone if they need just some insight, accountability, they have a random question or need some belief. I got I got a lot for you <laughs> to share. I'll put uh, your Instagram link in the description of this video. People who find our video on YouTube, they can find you. Yeah, perfect. And I'll definitely point more people to your YouTube channel as well. This has been a great experience. Thank you so much, Sai. Thank you. Thank you, Kat, for giving me your valuable time and spending your valuable words here and uh, experience here. I appreciate it. Till can next I time, put, have new yeah. topics for you in the future, I'm sure. Yeah, because you gave me only 30 minutes, but I took six more minutes. But I have huge number of questions. But uh, I will, I will, I will take another interview when you are free. With uh, I'll come with. I, I already have a lot of questions now, but uh, I'll I'll ask you another time. Oh, perfect. Yeah, we'll have a part two. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have. I'm looking forward to it. Appreciate it. Yeah. So. Can I put this video and audio clip on my YouTube channel, social media, internet, podcast, uh, my website, everywhere with your permission? Yep, and my handle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much again. Appreciate it. We'll be in touch. Yeah, bye.